0: To the Legacy Nashville podcast. We are so grateful that you've taken the time out of your day or night to tune in. We pray that this message encourages you to love God, love people, and change the world. Now, let's get to the message. Good morning Legacy Church. Love you guys. Believing for a great Sunday and I'm going to dig into the word after I pray for you You might want to open your Bibles. If you don't know me, just say out loud, but I like him. Just say that right now, but I like him. That's a good confession. Even if you don't know me, you can say, but I like him. That's the first step to receiving from me today. It'll be a fresh word and a good word for your life, over your business, your family, your future. I guarantee you, you're going to be inspired by this word today. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for legacy. Lord, I thank you for the beautiful thing you've done in this church for the last several years. What a miracle. Miracle of growth, miracle of blessing, miracle of buildings. All that's going on with this church is a miracle. Lord, I thank you for your faithful working. And now I want to encourage this church, every individual, to pray mighty prayers, mighty prayers to a mighty God who's going to do mighty things in this year. This is our year. We're going to cover it in prayer and we are going to expect the best because God is good and he works the best. Lord, help this church receive this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're going to jump into the word. Uh, A milestone Sunday and a milestone uh, month. Uh, January, as we start the new year, um, we know that there's many things that we can think about the last year. Uh, We all have a different list of words that would uh, expose our experience in the last year uh, with the challenges and the disappointments and all the fiery trials that we faced. It's become a uh, tradition for major wordsmiths to choose one word that sums up the shared experiences of a specific year. For 2021, they chose the word resilience because it implies hope and faith, get back up, stay in the fight. Another group choosing a word chose the word languishing, quite the opposite of resilience. Languishing is a state of dispirited, apathetic disposition, a lack of focus, and restlessness that can't be placed. Many of us have experienced both. Many of us have been hit by many different things where we were knocked down, but we got up. And we kept replacing the challenges with faith. We kept replacing the disappointments with an attitude of God will still work in my behalf and God is still working in my business and my life and my job and my health. And we rose to the challenge. Some people also had those moments where you were languishing in your heart and your spirit. Languishing means you felt the apathetic discouragement, not able to really pick yourself up the way you did in years before. It's a little harder when it's been such a consistent trial on everyone's life. A lack of focus and restlessness that can't be placed, I think, is something that people feel around the world. They feel this. They feel this restlessness. They don't know how to put their life together, how to put things back in order, how to do what is necessary for our lives in this season of time worldwide. The word for 2022, another group of wordsmiths, people that study words and try to pin them on to the year, they've chosen the word possibility. I like that word. It's a Bible word, it's a Bible thought, it's a Bible idea. It means to focus on the inspiring and the good, the positive for the year ahead. Let us today focus on possibility, that our year will be filled with possibility, our life will be filled with possibility, and we will take this word with a spirit of faith, and we would allow this to come into our heart and into our spirit so that we might face the coming year in such a way that our heart will rise to the challenges. Challenges aren't over. There will still be challenges around the world with many people for many things, but we can, as Christians, take a Bible attitude, the Bible perspective, and this is what this message is all about. We're going to study this word, everyone can pray mighty prayers. That phrase, everyone can pray mighty prayers. Will you turn to your neighbor right now and say to them, everyone can pray mighty prayers. Will you turn to another neighbor and say, get rid of the shallow prayers. Get rid of those prayers that are low faith prayers why because we can all pray mighty prayers of god we want to close the door to 2021 revelation 3:7 says who opens and no one can shut and who shuts and no one can open i want you to take your hand just like this and i want you to imagine a door And then I want you to put 2021 in your mind and all that happened in 2021. All the hurts, the bad experiences, the challenges, all the things that came against you and your family, the losses, things that happened that you didn't really see coming at all. We could have a long list of all that happened in 2021. All of it wasn't bad. Of course, there were some breakthroughs and answered prayers and We stood our ground and we believed for greater things than what was happening around us. That's part of what it means to be a believer. We believe. We believe for more and believe for the best. But I want you to take your hand right now and just lift them up just like this in front of you. And I want you to push 2021 door closed. Push it closed. Push it closed. Now, reach your hand to that door and lock it. Because 2021 is over. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you want to bring from 2021 into 2022. So you want that door to lock and to stay locked. It says in Revelation 3, 7, who shuts and no one opens. So we're not going to try to open 2021 again. We're not gonna try to relive the experiences. We're not gonna try to uh, take from it all the hurts into 2022. We're gonna shut that door. We've locked that door. And in the name of Jesus, it will stay that way. Everyone say a big amen. That door is locked and it's gone. We're not going backward, we're going forward. Now I want you to take your hands again and just put them in front of you. And I want you to push open the door of 2022 let that door be an open door that no one can shut not just a door in our imagination but a door in the spirit realm a door that can be an effectual open door in our life for 2022 sometimes when a lot of things happen in one year we turn toward the next year we have a hard time focusing, a hard time lifting our faith because we're not sure if we're going to keep experiencing the same challenges as last year. Well, we're going to believe, we're going to believe that we serve a mighty God, we're going to pray mighty prayers, and we're going to see this year as being a year of possibility. 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 You get rid, rid of the negative thoughts and the ideas and just... Bring your spirit back to, he's a God of possibility. He's a God who does new things. He's the God who works all things together for my good. He's the God that works in me when I can't work into myself. I've gained spiritual maturity from 2021, and now I'm going to grow more in 2022. Everyone can pray mighty prayers. A verse we're going to start with is Jeremiah 33 and verse 3. Jeremiah 33:3 3 has been one of my favorite scriptures my whole life, but we're going to pick it apart a little bit and apply it to your life. If you want to turn in your Bible, you can. Uh, I'll be quoting it and exegeting some of the words as we get into it. But I want to give you this thought that 2021 will be a Jeremiah 33, 3, year this will be our year where it says call to me and i will answer you show you great and mighty things which you do not know now listen to the wording of this verse more carefully as you drink it in today and maybe you'll put it up somewhere and think about it the rest of the year call to me There has to be a spirit of prayer. Prayer is the only thing that pierces the darkness, pierces all the circumstances, and lifts you out of the mud so that you can proceed with a spirit of faith. Call to me and the promise is what? I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things. Call to me is the word for prayer. And that word for prayer throughout the Bible is a shout and a cry and a call. In the New Testament, the words used to describe prayer is striving with something, laboring, as Jesus did with sweat and drops of blood. That's a spirit of prayer that is intense. Fervent prayer is when the heart is on fire, Effectual prayer is one that is directed for the intent of answering. It's an effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Another word used is agony. These are all words of intensity. Depth of the soul and depth of the spirit lifting your voice. In Luke 18, the widow and the unjust judge always is a parable a prayer that you need to read because Jesus is telling this parable and it's about pray and never give up praying. And he says, this widow who was coming to the judge to seek justice and the judge would not listen to her, would not give her what she needed, kept ignoring her for a long time, but she kept coming every day, demanding justice, talking with the judge. And finally he says, this woman is going to wear me out I'm going to give her what she asks because there's nothing else I can do. Jesus uses that parable to say persistence in prayer is the key to getting answers to prayer. We stop too soon. We give up too soon. We think one time and we go our way. But this is Jesus, our Lord Jesus, saying to us about the parable of prayer. Men ought to pray always and never give up. And he talks about himself being that good father and that the father can do more than an unjust judge. And surely you know that when you pray to the father, even if you don't get answers immediately, it's praying with tenacity and it's praying with persistence. Call to me and I will answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things. Call to me and I will answer you. And I'll tell you marvelous and wonderful things that you could never figure out on your own. Now, coming into the year, there are many marvelous and wondrous things that God wants to show you that you could never figure out on your own. You won't hear the mysteries in your heart on your own. The key to this is prayer, intense prayer, intentional prayer, faith prayer, lifting the voice, as if you really believe that lifting your voice and praying with intensity and consistency and persistence is the will of God for the prayers. Everyone can pray mighty prayers if everyone will be intense with their prayers, persistent with their prayers, have tenacity in their praying. And Jesus says, and I will answer you. Ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets. You do not know, about things to come. Every one of us, as we start the year, we wanna know the secrets about the future and our life and our job and our business and our family and our health as we push through so much darkness and confusion and a lot of strange things that are going on on planet Earth. It says here in this translation, ask me, ask me, and I'll tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. The asking is the praying. You don't find out these secrets just by thinking in your mind. A lot of us think too much in our mind and don't turn it into prayer where we pray and seek God and push through with intensity until he answers us, which is in his own timing and in his own way. But he says, I have remarkable secrets for you. And you don't know about these secrets, but you can find them with a spirit of prayer. Another translation says, let your cry, and this is a good definition of prayer, that cry, that shout, that intensity, that pursuing God with all your heart, pursuing God with all your spirit, and I'll give you an answer, and I'll let you see great things, secret things which you had no knowledge of, great things that will help you become great, mighty things that were inaccessible incomprehensible mysterious things of which you're unaware if somebody would promise you that you would have access to these secret things and mysterious things and things you can't get on your own would you not ask that person to reveal them we have that person Alpha and Omega beginning in the end he knows exactly how to answer you he knows exactly where you're headed this year He knows exactly what you'll be up against this year. He knows exactly the secrets he wants to show you that you might become mighty in your praying and pray to a mighty God. God is saying to every one of us, I have some mind-boggling, eye-popping things to show you and reveal to you in the coming future. How? Through prayer. Prayer obtains things that seem impossible and they're out of reach. That's the whole Bible. Think of all the mighty prayers that the people prayed from Genesis to Revelation, the mighty prayers that people pray that are things out of reach, like Joshua with the walls and coming down. It's an out of reach thing, or Moses going through the Red Sea, or or the widow that's starving to death that needs a miracle in the bowls that she collected, or the leopards that came to Jesus, or we could go on and on. Why? the Bible? is filled with prayers that seemed impossible and out of reach. If we're not careful, we'll rest on the routine and the normal. We won't stretch for the impossible. Prayer that sees the impossible in reach, sets new boundaries, opens new doors, and does great things for the kingdom of God. And that's what God has for you. He wants you to pray mighty prayers. One writer said it this way, pray The largest prayers, you cannot think of a prayer so large that God in his answering will not wish you made it larger. Pray not for crutches, pray for wings. Do you pray big prayers? Do you limit your prayers by what you think is impossible or possible? Limit your prayer by... Your circumstance by the limits that you put around yourself and how you pray and what you pray do we pray small prayers because we feel small because we've been beat down by the enemy and beat down by life I'm saying to you today be lifted up in your spirit we are mine will and we have also emotions but within that we have the spirit and our spirit directs our mind and our will and our emotions, I'm here to say to you, you lift your spirit above all the warfare and above all the darkness. You do not submit to these things because you are a spiritual being. You live in heavenly places. You have a God that can do anything, a God that is mighty. And so your praying maybe has shrunk down because you feel so small and you can't do much in the circumstance, I'm telling you right now that God can do something for you in this circumstance, and what he can do will be mighty. Gail Moody said, "Of God is your partner, make your plans big. Pray big, pray bold, stretch your faith in the kind of prayers that heaven hears. So here we have the situation of how we will pray. Let me give you just a couple points on how you should be praying this year as you begin this year, number one, we pray to our mighty God who does mighty things. We don't just pray to uh, some God. We pray to the mighty God. We pray to the God who is above all things. Psalms 86 and verse 10, for you are great and you do wondrous things. You alone are God. And I could read you 20 scriptures that talks about the great and mighty and wonderful God who can do anything. Why? Because he can bring things into your life that you can't bring. And he can take things out of your life that you can't take. Wondrous things. To do something with things that are too difficult for you to handle. So he does the unusual, the miraculous. He moves in with power. Why? Because he's God. And he's a mighty God. And this mighty God wants you to pray mighty prayers. One of the theologians says this the simple idea of omnipotence of God that he can do without effort and by a volition whatever he wills. He wills and it is done. It is the highest conceivable idea of power. It is that which is clearly presented in scriptures. God can do whatever he wills. He wills it and it is done. That's why we pray according to his will and we surrender to the mighty God. We don't just kind of just pray anything we want, you know, with with no boundary lines and no stakes in the scripture, we pray the scripture, we pray the nature of God, the attributes of God. Another theologian said, for God is the all-powerful one. Nothing is too difficult to accomplish. Nothing is beyond his capability. God declares about himself, is anything too hard for the Lord? God is the God of omnipotence, both in actuality and in possibility. There is utterly no limitation with God. He is all-powerful. So when you surrender to God and you bend your knees in that prayer, you're standing and praying, I want you to remember this, you're praying to a mighty God, omnipotent God. There's no limitations to this God. He has all the possibility within his reach. He can do Whatever he wants to do, he's not limited by governments, by man, by philosophies, by finance. He's not limited by anything you're limited by. And if we stay in that limitation, we'll never lift up and pray mighty prayers. Because we think that our prayers are equal to where we are. They're not equal to where you are. They're equal to where God is. Where God is, he's looking at your circumstance. He's looking at you as a person. And he's saying, pray Powerful, mighty prayers. I will answer them. I will do for you what no one else can do. We pray the mighty prayer of Jabez. I can't find another short prayer in the Bible that says more in a few sentences than Jabez. In the Old Testament, First Chronicles 4, 9 and 10. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. So his name is pain. He was born in a circumstance of pain. He was born in a situation where his mother had to call him pain. You you caused me pain, and I'm going to name you pain. So everywhere he went, he was called pain. And Jabez got sick of it. He got tired of being limited. He couldn't get property. He couldn't get this. He couldn't uh, be respected by other people. He was was limited in his lifestyle. He was limited in everything. And Jabez did what? He called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, First Chronicles 4, 9, and 10, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. And so God granted him what he requested. Matthew's translation, Jabez was a better man than his brothers, a man of honor. His mother had named him, Oh, the pain. Then a painful birth, I bore him in a great pain. Jabez prayed to the God of Israel, bless me. Oh, please bless me. Give me land, large tracts of land, and provide your personal protection over my life. And don't let evil hurt me. This is a mighty prayer that you could pray all year long. And it's one of those prayers that people have talked about. But it is a prayer that you can put into your prayer life and just pray the prayer of Jabez. He called, it means to lift the voice with a shout and proclaim. Again, you have intensity involved here with this man as he called on the name of God. Bless me. Turn any possible disasters into blessings. God can overcome the liabilities of your path. Enlarge my territory remove any and all barriers that have fenced me in and formed old landmarks around me. I want some new fences and some new landmarks. I'm speaking to you. It's speaking to your life. This is your day to enlarge your territory. This is your day for God to turn possible disasters into blessings and liabilities of your past. And this is the day where Jabez, praise your hand would be with me, which is divine approval. God has divine approval on your life. Whether you feel it or not, you have divine approval, protection, blessing, power, strength, deflecting, evil, the favor of God. You might not feel that any of these words fit you, but I'm saying to you, they do fit you and that God is doing mighty and wonderful things in you right now because he he wants you to move out of the past and begin to pray mighty prayers over your life mighty prayers over your family mighty prayers over your business mighty prayers over your job mighty prayers over your future you're going to be so taken up with the spirit of faith as you pray mighty prayers that you'll forget your circumstances and let god bless you in the circumstances by doing mighty things in luke 11 another parable of jesus about prayer and this parable is about a man who is going to his friend's house And the friend is already in bed, and the kids are in bed, and it's midnight. And it says, Jesus' parable, that he came at midnight, and he knocked on the door, and the man wouldn't get up. And so the friend kept asking, please, I need three loaves of bread because I've had some people drop in on a long journey, and I must have the bread. Kept knocking. And the man inside said, leave me alone. I'm already in bed, and the door is shut. There's nothing I can do for you. But the man kept knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. And finally, the man got out of bed, out of embarrassment, out of shamelessness, whatever. Uh, He didn't want to be shamed with his friend knocking at the door. And so he finally got up and he gave in to this man who was praying shameless uh, prayers. He was praying, open the door, I'm not ashamed of this, I'm gonna bother you, I'm gonna keep bothering you, I'm not going away. I know it's midnight, I'm a little embarrassed, but I'm not going away, I have to have this request. And finally, the man gave in. The famous scripture that comes right after that that goes with the parable is Matthew 7, 7, and also in Luke 11, it says ask, everyone say out loud, ask, ask, and it will be given to you, seek, and you will find, knock, and it will be open. The Greek reads this way, ask, keep on asking. Seek, keep on seeking. Knock, keep on knocking. And it will be open for you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. Everyone say out loud, it will be open. Come on, say it again. It will be open. All the shut doors, the things that you have limited in your mind that can't be, the Bible says, it will be open if you have the intensity and the audacity and the shamelessness to keep coming back to the throne of God. And Jesus says, if, if this was done with a friend, how much more will your heavenly Father do this for you? You just need to keep at it. You need to keep praying and keep knocking and be like that uh, widow with the unjust judge and finally wear him out and he answers. I, I know that's not maybe uh, what you would like to think of God on the throne answering your prayers, but these are parables of Jesus. Number three, we pray the mighty words of Jesus. And this is what we're praying with our mighty prayers. Nothing is impossible. I know that's been thrown around and used by a lot of people, but it is used by Jesus. Nothing is impossible. Matthew 19, 26, Jesus looked at them and said, with men, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Remember the word for the year? possibility. All things are possible. It's possible that the marriage can be healed. It's possible that the body can be healed. It's possible that your business will grow this year. It's possible that your job will increase. It's possible that God can bless you above what you have expected because of the year before. It's possible. Jesus looked hard at them and said, no chance at all if you think you can pull it off by yourself every chance in the world if you trust god to do it genesis 19 26 is there anything too hard for the lord at the appointed time i'll return to you according to the time of life and sarah will have a son is there anything too hard for the lord for abraham and sarah it was before this yes it's too hard we we don't see this ever happening but god says is anything too hard for the lord Jeremiah 32, 17, Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Again, nothing is too hard for you. Be reminded, nothing is too hard for the Lord. Matthew 17, 20, He said to them, Because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to the mountain which is, In our minds, impossible In our minds, so many different kinds of mountains around us, mountains of fear, mountains of anxiety, mountains of confusion. We could go on and on. But if you say to the mountain, move from here to there, it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Now, I choose to believe the scripture above my mind, above my experience, above my ideas, and above my attitude, and above my circumstance. I am believing the scriptures that it's not going to be impossible for me. I can pray larger prayers and I can push into the supernatural because God is a supernatural God. And so we are believing that whatever things we ask, whatever things we pray, Mark 11 says, believe that you receive them and you will have them. That believing and receiving is a process. Impossible is not in God's dictionary. There's nothing he can't do that your faith can't reach out and bring to you pray mightily always accepting the fact that god's answers are not always your answers but he will answer and many times he will answer you in a mighty way hudson taylor the great missionary said there are three stages in every work of god impossible difficult and done a w tozer said this god is looking for those he can do the impossible What a pity that we plan only things that we can do by ourselves. Again, the scripture says, move this direction. I don't know how far you'll get. I don't know how many impossible things will come to pass for you. I don't know how many things that are out of reach will begin to come into focus and you can reach them. But I'm saying where you are right now, you've got to push beyond that. Impossible is just a big word that people throw around who find it easier to live the world they've been given and they don't want to explore a new world of faith they're just kind of comfortable they don't want to change anything but impossible is not a fact the bible says that impossible is an opinion impossible is a cultural surrounded of what you think is possible and possible impossible is not a declaration it's a dare i dare you to move into this impossible says there's potential but i'm not sure how you're going to find it Impossible is temporary because we've watched many people that have turned impossible into possible. Impossible is nothing when you come up with faith. Augustine said, the house of my soul is too small to receive you. Let it be enlarged. And I'm praying that today for every one of us. Let our soul be enlarged. My soul is all in ruins. Repair it, Lord. Michelangelo, the greatest The greatest danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high, but falling short and settling for an aim that's too low and achieving that mark. So achieving the low mark, we praise God and say, I achieved, I hit my target. But Michael is saying that's a low target to hit. You've got to hit a higher target. You've got to stretch it forward. And so nothing is impossible for God. Number four, we pray and declare mighty faith words over this year. And that's what we're doing right now as we wrap up this message. We're praying and declaring mighty faith words over this year. That means we're going to confess things, declare a thing as a biblical perspective. We're going to rid ourselves of negative thoughts, words that have been coming out of our mouth. We're going to dump those words out and refill them with these words right here. This is what I want you to pray and believe for this coming year. I will believe in spite of what I see. Make this your rule of faith. I will not quit, give in, give up, or retreat. I will look impossible in the eye, and I will say, move. I will confess and declare that my life is great and getting greater. I will remove I can't with I can and I will. I will omit the words if, maybe, and I don't believe that. I will expect, prepare for, and experience the best. I will live by a dynamic faith that makes things happen i will not settle for less with god's mighty help i will pray with new patterns of faith that's what these points are saying i'm believing for impossible prayers mighty prayers prayers that push me and my family and my church and everybody around me into a new realm come on resist unbelief resist small thinking resist the things that come against every one of us and begin to pray mighty prayers ephesians 3:20. God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. So here we have the invitation. Pray mighty prayers. Come up higher. Believe for great things. Do great things. God is in us, for us, and around us. God is opening new doors, new doors of opportunity for our churches, for our businesses, for our family, and for our life and we're gonna believe this, we're gonna pray this, and we're gonna resist the darkness and resist the little-mindedness that comes upon us, and we're gonna do great and mighty things for God. How many of you received this word this morning? Lift your hand. Awesome. How many plan to do something different this coming year? Awesome. How many will start lifting your voice and pray mighty prayers? Not shriveling little prayers, small-minded prayers, but mighty prayers. How many of you need to connect back to God and let God help you pray mighty prayers? I'm going to pray. And when I finish praying, I'll turn it back to the MC. Father, I thank you right now today that you're doing mighty things around us, even though we don't see it and believe it sometimes. You're a mighty God. You're working things out. You're opening new doors. You are for us. You're greater than anything that's against us. Greater is he that's in me than he that's against me. Lord, I believe all these things and I believe I can see in faith that things are coming my way and God is turning things around and that God is going to be with me, my family, and everyone around me in a mighty way this year in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said a big amen. All right. I'm gonna turn it back to the NC. Thank you for listening to me today. Thanks for tuning into the Legacy Nashville podcast. If you'd like to support the ministry, you can do so at LegacyNashville.org forward slash give. If you're listening on iTunes, log into the store and give us a good rating and review. This helps our podcast reach new people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Until next week, love God, love people, and go change the world.